Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. Parker, and we are coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. We'll do it live! We're brought to you, of course, by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All of your protection will then be in one place, and that is a wonderful thing. So bundle and save at Progressive.com. And, of course... While you're doing that, keep it locked here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83. However you may be listening, uh, and you won't be disappointed. We got three hours of the Odd Couple coming your way. Uh, let me introduce my partner, Rob Parker. What's up, man? What's happening, Mr. Chris Broussard? How are you? I am great. I am great. On How this, are you? Uh, funky flashback Friday, I am... I'm great. I'm on my way to a red eye tonight after the show, Chris. Another red eye. Where are you going? I'm heading to Maryland, uh, D.C. area. My best friend, Fred. Tomorrow is his 60th birthday, and I'm going down there to celebrate with him and his wife and their family and his family and everything. And uh, looking forward to it. Fred Royster, um, just a great guy. Let me tell you how far back we go, Chris. The first pro athlete I ever interviewed was Daryl Strawberry, his rookie year, 1983, at Shea Stadium. I wrote a letter. I was in college and asked, you know, could I interview Strawberry? And they gave me a credential for the school paper. And Fred was in college, too. Not there. He, he went go, to Virginia uh, State. Cool. Yeah, so went you to Virginia had State. Him? Who, Strawberry or Fred? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fred and I played baseball together growing up. Okay, but uh, Fred came up as well, you know, to to be there for this, and he took the picture, 
pictures of me interviewing Strawberry, the one that I still have back from 1983, Chris. Okay. okay. And, and my best friend, Fred, is the one who took the picture. That's cool. So, yeah, that's That real was cool. 1983? 1983, Chris. Wow. I know. It's just crazy. I and was just starting high school. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> make the way to make me and Fred feel, feel old. <laughs> but I will say this like, he was the best man at my wedding. He played shortstop. I played third. We've done so many things. In, he's gone to big games with me. You know what I mean? Like in the stands. But, you know, he's always wanted to go to all the big events. And uh, it's great That's to be great, able to, yeah, to spend some time with him. Of course he wanted to go to the big events. Yeah, he went to everything. The Super Bowl. You know what <laughs> I mean? The, co- the college. But, but he's a right. bigger sports fan than I am. Nobody's a bigger sports fan than Fred. Like he loves sports. Yeah. But anyway, happy well, look, birthday, man, that's Fred. That's good. I'm glad you're going to get to spend his 60th with him. Um, I don't know if this will throw a monkey wrench into this because I am coming out to L.A., Rob, uh, this weekend. And wow. I was going to do be there in studio Monday to do the show with you. Now, are you going to be back for the Monday show? Yes. All right. We'll so be we back. Will. We will. You got to come into the studio so we can actually – do our first show since the Super Bowl side by side. Yeah, first, first show in the show studio. In years. In, in about the four years in yes. the studio. At least, yeah. It's yeah. been a long time. No, I have to come back for uh, the challenge on uh, KNBC Sunday. Oh, so Sunday I'll, I'll night. Fly, yeah. All right. So well, I just I'm, fly I'm, back. I'm going out there for a First Things First. First Things First is doing great, Rob. It's really doing great. well. Um, awesome. Ratings are skyrocketing. And so they're bringing us out there for a town hall for Fox Sports and uh, myself and Nick Wright and Kevin Wiles, my co-host. So I'm flying out early Sunday morning, bright and early, and flying out of L.A. late Monday night on a red eye, midnight, I think, 11.59. So uh, it'll be short and sweet, but it'll be good to see all you guys, Alex and – and Rob G, the super you're, producer, Alex, you, of course. You coming to L.A. is such a big deal. Tonight. I think Rob G is paying for lunch on. Uh, well, we going to lunch. I don't think he's paying. I, Rob I think G's he's paying. trying to pawn it off on us. Uh, Rob, I heard else. this is an MLB bro expense. There you go. <laughs> right, right. Can't you write it off, MLB bro? I heard that. Wow, you know what, CB? I, in honor of you coming on Monday, I'll talk to my manager and we'll redirect the Tyshirts Tower to Monday edition since you're in studio. Oh, How about that? Oh, I'm and down. Yes, yeah, you that would be too. fair. Then I can actually That's what I'm really saying. see... How Rob gets down and why no, he's winning no. some of these. So. I'm upstanding citizen. Are you kidding? It's yeah, awesome. yeah. All we right. got, uh, yeah, I've introduced Alex and Rob G. Of course, Elijah Sabunia on the social media. And on the updates, our man Steve DeSega. Let's get to it, Rob. Uh, last night during the show, the Dallas Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks were going at it. Great game. Um, the rare Thursday night thriller. And uh, the Cowboys came out on top, 41-35. to Great game, really, really good. Both quarterbacks played well. Geno was solid, and Dak Prescott was great. Dak Prescott was uh, exceptional, 29-41, to 299 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. And uh, this is what I want to ask you, Rob, because we talked about it, I guess, a week or so ago, maybe a week and a half. And I said Dak should be in the MVP race. I'm not saying he should be the MVP right now. But I think he is right in the thick of the race. And uh, I want to know, did last night, you, you disagreed. You think he's nowhere near. So last night, did that change your mind at all? Last night was better for him. 
uh, better in that it was a playoff team from a year ago. Yep. A team and right that, now, this year. Yeah, but they were a playoff team a year ago. This is better than the stuff that he had been doing against the other team. So, sure, it was a big game. So, uh, yeah, his conversation, his, his name is definitely in that conversation coming off of last night. But it's very it's, – it's very – the MVP, when you have had some clunkers and have beaten some patsies, is fragile because he's one bad game or three interceptions away from people going, no, he's not the MVP. Like, it's not like he's rock solid – in the MVP conversation. That's how fluid it is. Uh, you love Micah Parsons the, after the first two games. Well, yeah. No, I mean, I'm just bring that. Just mean, give my, my point is uh, you like Micah week Parsons. Week two is for, different from week no, 13. No, but Chris, but you, but you liked him after those two. You also like Christian McCaffrey after. And I like Brock Purdy. And, and I mean, and I liked like a lot Brock of guys Purdy. at early points. No, of the I know. Season. And, I'm, and my point is every time they have a bad game or two, they fall out. And I believe that Dak can fall out from this conversation with a bad performance. Is he in it now, Chris, after last night? Yes. All I'm saying is it ain't like he's wedged in and no matter what happens from here on out, he's, he's in that conversation. That's all. Here, Look, I, I agree with some of what you said. Where I disagree is the difference in week two, week five, whatever, early in the season, of course a clunker – can take you completely out of it because we only got four games. We only got three games, you know? So, but now you've, you've had two thirds of the season played. And so sure, a horrible game will drop him a bit, but it's not like he's the only one who could have or has had bad games. This is a unique year in that no one is running away with it. And I think he's really only had – he's had one horrific game, which was San Francisco. Three interceptions, one TD, 153 yards. And then Arizona was a bad game too. Um, 250, one, one TD, one interception. And those stats don't sound horrible, but they lost to a two-win team. So it was a bad game. But we could look at just about every candidate and point to some clunkers like that. You know, we talked about Jalen Earl, who I think right now – is the front runner. We talked about him earlier in the season. His first six games, it was seven TDs, seven interceptions. And now he's served since then. Patrick Mahomes has not been the Mahomes that we've come to know and love. Um, Brock Purdy, you know, is, is on the periphery of it. Uh, Tua has, talk about some clunkers, Tua's had uh, several just mediocre games. And so I, I do think Dak is there. I, I, where I, it's weird because when I'm on first things first, Nick Wright and Jer- Greg Jennings are saying Dak is the MVP right now. And I'm arguing against them. No, he's not. He's in the race. He's firmly in the mix, but he is not the MVP. And now with you, I'm just trying to convince you. He, no, he's in the mix. It's like I'm arguing both sides, but no, I, I just say, I, I said after last night, he is in the mix now. I'm, I'm, I'm I, I just don't that. think it's very, I don't think it's as, uh, I don't know what the word is, but I don't think it's as flimsy, for lack of a better word, as you're saying. Well, last because night I think going into last night's game, yeah, going into like last six. night, what was he was? But he was he was fifth, and it depends on what. There's different odds. Some he no, was fourth, I know, but I'm just saying fifth. that was last night. One game before last night, despite what he had been as the NFC Player of the Month, despite that, he still was 
fifth or sixth or wherever he was. And I know those are just Las Vegas odds. I'm not saying that. I think he was as high as fourth, though, in some. Okay, but you get my point is coming off of that award, people still didn't have him even in the top three. They still had Patrick Mahomes ahead of him who's not having a great year. So it speaks volumes that despite the numbers he had put up, some people didn't buy all the way into it because of the opponents that he piled well, up that's numbers. Well, that's where I agree with you. That's why that's I it. don't think – like numbers-wise, he and Brock Purdy have the best numbers of the quarterback. And Brock was behind him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, you know, Brock, there was a three-game losing streak. And, and Brock, Brock – bo- actually, honestly, Rob, both of these guys – and I'm, I'm not saying it's actually unfair, but both Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott are fighting perception. Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant, the last man drafted. Um, he's got a lot of great players around him. That team has been good before he took over, been, the two, been to a Super Bowl, been the two NFC title games. And so he's, it's even I, who like Brock Purdy a lot, I'm still, like, not ready to call him elite, even though his numbers and his production has been elite because of the background. Uh, Mr. Irrelevant was good at Ohio really good at Iowa State, but not, you know, in, like, the world on fire. And um, so I, I want to see more. So I think that's one thing that's working against him is people thinking, wow, can he really be the MVP, Mr. Irrelevant? And I think for Dak, for slightly different reasons, same thing, because he was, Rob, we've watched him for seven years, be good, but not close to MVP caliber. We've seen him put up numbers, but lose or have a mid- middling record. Um, we've seen him go two and four in the playoffs. So we haven't thought of Dak Prescott as an MVP candidate, like one of the perennial ones. And so I think he's got to give a little extra because that's the perception of him. But where I agree with you strongly is that he's got to do it against better competition. That's and the all. good thing is he's got the chance. Because their schedule last night was the start of a run that is going to, you know, put they're going to play the best team, some of the best teams in the league. So it's Philadelphia. Up to him. Yep. So it's up if to he him. if he continues to play this well, then he's got a great shot. He got the Eagles, the Bills, and the Dolphins and the Lions, Rob. I mean, they don't have to win every game, but he has to play well. And if they win, say, three of those, which I know is a, is a big ass. It's a tall order, but right. still, I get uh, it. But and even but- if they win two, depending on, you know, what other quarterbacks do, um, and he plays really well in all the games, he's got a shot. So uh, I think he's having his best year, Rob. Would you agree with that? Uh, I guess numbers-wise. I, I guess before, what was the— It's not even numbers-wise his best, but— because, you know, a lot of those years we had great numbers, he was losing. Yeah, I was eight trying and eight, to think. Yeah, two and three, to... you know, he got hurt that year. But that was the, I, uh, I think it's his best year. 2020 year? Yeah, I think. The Here's why I'd say Kobe it's his year. best, because he is the engine. Like, we've always said he's kind of a, a glorified game manager. Um He is a guy that you need a great running game, but then he can be your quarterback and use his legs and make some plays here and there. Don't throw it more than 30 times, though. This year, that's out the window. They don't have a great running game. They got a solid kind of running game. It's middle of the pack. 
He is the driving force of the offense now. C.D. Lamb's great, but, I mean, you need somebody to throw it to C.D. C.D. ain't Tyreek Hill. And so I think this that's why I think it's his best year, Rob, because he's actually the driving force of their offense. All right, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Your turn to weigh in. Is Dak Prescott now firmly in the MVP conversation? Your turn to weigh in with Chris and Rob, the Odd Couple, next, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I miss the king, uh, king, uh. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, the Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards, the guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith Presents The Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old... Oh, yeah. 
And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. All right, it's the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard. He is Rob Parker. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. Did you know that Discover wants everyone, and that includes you, to feel special? That's why with Discover Card, you've got access 24 hours a day, seven days a week to customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card limitations do apply. 877-99 on Fox. Is Dak Prescott firmly in the MVP conversation? Your thoughts? All right, let's go. Blind uh, Seahawks fan in Olympia. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up? Chris Broussard, Rob Parker. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Yeah, great, man. How are you? I'm doing good. Now, my, my thing on this Dak Prescott take is I, I think he at this point he's, you know, he's probably the MVP because, like, the way that offense has been moving this year, they're 6-0 and at home. It, it, it's just going really well for the Cowboys. But I will say this. Um like six weeks ago, like but we are all saying Brock Purdy, um, most of us are saying Brock Purdy the MVP, and that brings up Rob's point where with one bad game, your whole like MVP campaign could get thrown out the window. So it, it's going to be really interesting. But don't you think what. later in the season it's it's more the body of work? I get it early in the year. See, you know, is, it, it, I think a clunker will take you down a, a, a I, I, notch I think, or I think, notches, Chris, but. I think because of Dak's history, you talked about it earlier, his perception – so if he has a bad game against a good team, people are going to see, see, I, I know he, he yeah, can't win that fair. game, and that's what he's fighting against. And I think people would look at it, you know what I mean? And, and fair or not, I think right. that's the, the part that Dak has to overcome. I think, I think it's wins and losses, though. I mean, because if they, they are to like win against the Eagles and play um, – but and he's like to play average or a little below average. He's probably still gonna get that praise. If the Eagles win every game, game and they beat the Cowboys and Dak, Dak's gonna be the MVP. Jalen, assuming he that's keeps playing well, right? But if Jalen, yeah, it's 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 it, look, Rob, it's wide open. I mean, and, and it's not just Jalen and Dak. You know, it's it's Lamar and Mahomes and. Tua, maybe. What if, what if the Ravens run the table, Chris, and you know what I mean, and Lamar plays well and has a couple games like he had against the Lions? Then, yeah, then his people, numbers aren't spectacular, but yeah. I mean, he's firmly – you don't judge him by numbers. No, because you know you what know? a difference maker he is on the field. Right. He makes other people around him better. Right. Uh, Andre in Massachusetts, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Dre? going on? Thanks for taking the call. I think Dak's in the MVP conversation for the sole purpose of having Dak in the MVP conversation and bringing that ginormous Dallas market and all those eyeballs with it. Listen, Dak has to prove in a big spot. This is what people have been saying, that he is the reason the Cowboys win a game and not the Cowboys win the game in spite of Dak. That's the hurdle. That he but has you still – okay, I, that's been the perception absolutely – 
in the past. You think this season? That's not the re- that's not the fact this season. Exactly. He has been their best offensive player, and their defense has been great against the tomato cans, but not great against the three teams with 500 or above records. Like last night, why'd they win that game? You can't say it was the defense. Gave up 35 points. He was the reason they won that game. So I get the perception, though, but it's just not been the reality this year. Yeah, All sometime, right. sometimes perception is reality, and that's the that's the hard part. No, nah, that's that's something that's tough just, to overcome. Yeah, yeah it no is doubt. sometimes. No doubt. All right, 877-99 on Fox. You'll get a chance to weigh in again next hour. It's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob. We got uh, Gus Johnson coming up uh, around the corner. That's a great one. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, thank you, Steve. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. Test your skills on prize picks this football season for a fun way to win up to 25 times your cash prize picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Visit prizepicks.com slash odd 100 and use the code ODD100 for a first deposit match up to $100 today. Our next guest is the voice of college football, and that's not hyperbole. Fox Sports play-by-play broadcaster, friend of the show, Gus Johnson. Gus, welcome to the Octopus, brother. Gus. Hey, I got my two boys. What's going on, man? What's good? It's man, nice to hear your voices. Happy you holidays. You too, brother. And we said earlier that you are this generation's Keith Jackson. No doubt. You cool with that? Oh, uh, man, you know, Keith Jackson is Zeus. Um, <laughs> if, uh, you know, I, 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 just to be mentioned in the same sentence with, uh, with Mr. Jackson is, is an honor and a privilege. And uh, words can't express the amount of gratitude that I have that you guys feel like that. I really appreciate it. Nah, man, you've earned it for sure. And uh, what a weekend, man, huge for college football. Um, let's just get right to it, man. It, I Look, I have been a fan of or an advocate for expanding the playoff to whether it was eight or now it's going to be 12, which I'm happy about. And I'm looking at this year, and if an Alabama wins, and, you know, if all the, the – te- Alabama's not so much expected, but if they win – and then everybody else kind of wins as expected to, it's going to be hard to narrow it down to four. How are you looking at it this year as far as the playoff? Um, it's funny you said that because I was just in a meeting with Joel Klatt and, you know, my partner, and he's an expert at it all. He said, if Alabama beats Georgia, all hell breaks loose. Yes. You know, yes. all hell breaks loose if Alabama breaks, beats Georgia. Um, he feels that you got Texas there. If Alabama beats Georgia, then Alabama and Georgia may go. And then you got to yep. pull Texas in there to go with Michigan. Um, it, and then, you know, Florida State's quarterback is hurt. He's got a concussion. So he's not going to go in the ACC championship game against a very good Louisville team. So what happens if Florida State loses to Louisville and Washington, then you got Oregon Ohio State tonight. sitting at six. It's just so much, yep. man. It's so it's so. First of all, I think it's great, and yeah, they're going to expand. They're already in negotiations about that for next season. But right now, it just makes the whole sport so exciting 
Uh, I know there are going to be some disappointed people, teams, and fan bases when all the the dust settles. But uh, it just it just like for example, I, I have I forgot. I can't now. I'm so excited because the game tomorrow for me is is that is at night. Now I get to go up after this meeting and after I talk to you guys, and I get to watch this Oregon Washington right. game. This is going to be great. Mm. Yep. I mean, this is, is huge. Now, now let me, Gus, let me ask you about this year's college football season. Most of the time, it's pretty much the standard, usual suspects who are involved and we know who they are and, you know, what's going to usually play out. This year, which was interesting, was a lot of different stuff, including Deion Sanders, who was named Sports Illustrated's person of the sports person of the year. Dion, no doubt about it, uh, shook up college football the first couple of weeks, but it was a bad ending. Where were you on that and just uh, what Dion did with college football? Do you think he was warranted the sports person of the year? Oh, man, I tell you, I loved – first of all, I've always loved Dion Sanders as a player. Um, in college at Florida State, uh, in the pros with – the Cowboys, the 49ers, and the Falcons, and the Ravens, and in baseball, and with Cincinnati and the Yankees and other teams he played for. I just think that he's a wonderful personality. I think he's a grounded man, and I think that what he did for college football, he injected some some vitality, even more vitality into college football because we were all you know, we've seen Deion Sanders basically grow up in front of our eyes, most of us, and we you see him now as a head coach at a Power 5 school, leaving Jackson State after success down there, and we're seeing what he is is trying to accomplish in his first season at uh, Colorado. And I think he did a wonderful job, uh, especially those games that he won. The PCU win at the beginning of the season was exciting. He'd be getting like between 7 and 11 million viewers per game when it was – when you know they were competitive, but I think that he's still a young coach at this level, and he learned, and he's learning right. that you know the Pac-12 is no joke. No, it was and no joke. Unfortunately, right? It was just no joke. There's not an easy game in the Pac-12, and he learned. He learned about his team. He learned about you know bringing a bunch of transfers in and trying to put them together. Uh, and playing in a conference like the Pac-12 may not be the perfect uh, equation. You know, you got to work through getting kids out of high school and getting them in there and grooming them and and growing them and and, and those kind of things. But I think that, you know, Deion Sanders didn't do anything wrong, and I think that he is the kind of coach that uh, may be the future of college football. And I really love what he did, and I just wish him nothing but success, and I think he's going to be successful at Colorado. Um, It's just a matter of time. But for the first year after winning one game the previous year, you win four this year, I think job well done. Gus, you mentioned Dion at Jackson State, um, HBCU, and you went to an HBCU, Howard University. You were actually there with my brother, Terry. Um we didn't. We weren't critical of him for leaving Jackson State or anything like that. But I want to ask you this: A lot of people talk about man, the, the HBCUs are sleeping giants as far as sports. If you could get some of the top athletes to go there, what what do you think of that notion? And what would it take? Is it even realistic? Or what would it take to really, you know, sprout the the athletic programs, at least football and basketball, at some of these HBCUs? 
Well, obviously it takes financing, but I think that's unrealistic. You know, we have a system, a culture of football and, and big-time college sports, and the HBCUs just aren't there, and that's that's just really not probably going to happen, especially when you, you see a coach today, Matt Rule from Nebraska, said that in order to get a good quarterback out of the transfer right. portal, it's going to cost us between $1 and $2 million. Right. So the, the, the sport has been transferred into uh, basically uh, a high-level minor league sport, and I'm happy that the kids are getting paid. I'm very, very happy that, uh, you know, they're sharing some of the money and that uh, hopefully down the road they'll, they'll do something to where they can get an even bigger uh, piece of that pie, hopefully. But I think it's great, especially for these African-American athletes who dominate the sport to be able to, to earn a living while going to college and getting an education. But in terms of historically black colleges and universities, I think we have our own culture, and I think it's a great culture. It would be nice to, 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 to see it financed a little bit more, but I don't think that our schools are, are for sports. It's, sports is a part of it, very small part of it. I think that what the mission is for African-American uh, universities, historically black colleges and universities, black colleges, as we were called when I was at Howard, is, for, is to educate our kids. And and to continue to educate them, to continue to you know pass knowledge on to them, and uh, sports is, is is a nice little piece, but uh, it's not the same as, as as other levels. All right, here we go. Everybody loves you on the college football, except for one guy, Christopher Mad Dog Russo. Chris, did you hear this stuff? <laughs> no, I didn't. So so you know I'm on MLB Network, and Russo has a show on there. I'm on his show every so often, but. He took exception, A, to two things, Gus. I don't even know if you read this or saw this. But uh, he did not like uh, that you call Marvin Harrison Jr. uh, Maserati uh, Marv. He hates that. He said he hates that nickname. Isn't his name? Doesn't Chris Russo have a nickname? No, this just was like a rant or whatever. And number two, he said – Michigan-Ohio State is not the greatest sports rivalry in the country or in sports history. He says, uh, did you ever hear the Yankees and the Red Sox or the Dodgers and Giants or the Bears or the Packers? So Russo had exception with some of the stuff you Bears, said. Bears, Packers. Yeah, that's what he said, Bears, Packers. But I just wanted to know if you uh, saw it. <laughs> oh, man. I get, that, that, it's my good man, to, Chris Russo, I've always really liked him. But, you know, I mean, that's okay. Criticism is part of the game. And uh, yep. if anything, I take this, to be honest with you, I mean, just hearing it, uh, I take it as a compliment. I'm actually flattered that I'm on his mind like that. So right. tell him I, I mean, said thank you. And you know what? Right. Hey, you live Gus, rent-free. Exactly. They, they don't talk about you if you're irrelevant. You know that. If you don't, hey, your right. name yeah, never comes right. up. Yeah, that's right. If they're not talking about you, you got trouble. That's what you should worry. Right. Quickly, no before you go, Gus, uh, coming into the season and certainly throughout the first half of the season, Caleb Williams, hands down, best quarterback in the country, number one in the NFL draft coming up. Uh, now, you know, he's still the, the consensus or the mo- most likely number one, but there are those naming Drake May and, and all that. Is, in your mind, is it Caleb undoubtedly the number one and best quarterback prospect? I don't know about that. Oh, it's mm. a pause. Did you hear that pause? Did wow, you hear that? 
Nah, Drake May, somebody it. else? I mean, it depends on the team, and it depends on the system of that team. I think Caleb Williams is a phenomenal talent. I really do. But there's some other guys out there that I think are, are pretty doggone good, too. Um, I'm sure they're going to be evaluated by the scouts. Like this kid that we're watching tomorrow, J.J. McCarthy. I mean, yep. I don't think he's even – I don't think J.J. has even started to scratch. He's not even at the – he's only at the tip of the iceberg of who he's going to be as a professional quarterback. And he uh, – you know, he doesn't even get a chance to throw it that much. So, um, I think Caleb is, you know, if they picked him number one overall, I would not be surprised. But I don't know. I mean, I I, I like seeing these kids playing big games and and get an opportunity to see Bo Nix is another one. Michael Penix Jr. is another quarterback. Drake May at North Carolina is another quarterback that uh, all should be given consideration so there are a lot of young, talented players out there. And Caleb Williams is at the top of the list of uh, of the men that play that position. All right. That's the great Gus Johnson, Yo, Fox Gus. Sports play-by-play broadcaster. Check him out tomorrow, the Big Ten Championship with Joel Clatt. He'll be calling the game Michigan versus Iowa. That's tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern oh, 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 time. Right can here I ask on one Fox. question? Can I ask one question? Can I ask one question? Yes. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, Rob, what do you think about – I mean, I got to get your take on this because so much has happened. Oh, I already know where uh, he's going a, with the give Lions. Me a th- give me a thumbnail sketch on what you think of Coach Harbaugh and what's going on oh, with Michigan no. and all that stuff. All right. I, look, where there's a little smoke, there's fire. And this is the only thing I'm going to say, Gus. He wanted his due process and his day in court, and then, I don't know, the Big Ten must have showed him some evidence that they had, so that changed real quick, uh, and he accepted the three-game suspension. So that was interesting to me, but he has. If they can win a national championship, you got to give him credit, but that's what he has to get done, Gus. He needs a national championship. Would you agree? Right. I would agree, but he's done a great job turning that program around. Remember, they had lost eight straight. Chris and I was going back and forth at it, Chris. We would uh, every so often text about (laughs) (laughs) Michigan. All right, guys. Thank you, brother. All right, you know, have a good game tomorrow. Yep, more couple coming your way. Thank you, buddy. Sports Radio, Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Search FSR to listen live. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. 
I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lou Ross. Wow. All right, we're live from the TireRack.com studios. Test your skills. On Prize Picks this football season for a fun way to win up to 25 times your cash. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Visit prizepicks.com slash odd 100 and use the code ODD100 for a first deposit match up to $100 today. It's time, folks, for Shekel City. Two, Shekel City. The home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. All right, a little Shackle City, Chris. Uh, last night, I got the uh, best bet right. Remember I told you to take wow. uh, Seattle plus nine and a half. They easily covered that, right? The nine and a half. But I was one and two, a couple of NBA games. My teams won both games, but did not cover the spread. You Sorry know what I hear? That. You know what I'm hearing, guys? A bunch I of was wrong. A bunch of excuses. What? <laughs> Why did you start out like you usually do? I was I was one and two. All right. Usually yeah. start. I was two and one. Oh, oh three and I oh. Just, uh-huh. You were one and two. No excuses. All right. <laughs> All right. Tonight, best bet: Mavericks minus six and a half, hosting the Grizz. No Luca. Remember, no Luca. It's still the Grizzlies on the road. I'm gonna take Mavericks. Uh, the Nuggets minus two and a half, Chris. Uh, at the Suns, Nuggets minus two and a half at the Suns. And I'm taking the Spurs, Chris, plus 13 and a half at the Pelicans. And I know Wimby's out. They might even just cover and lose by 12. <laughs> because, my God, Wimby and that team, Chris, awful. Can you imagine how bad they are? Only the They're Pistons horrible. are worse. They were actually playing okay early. I don't know what happened. What happened? happened? I'm, I, I'm, look, I'm looking for more from Pop, man. I'm sorry. 
They it's shouldn't not wrong be with being that, right? They shouldn't be this, shouldn't bad. Be this bad. It's the I'm same sorry. thing, Chris. I say with with Monty Williams. It ain't okay. The Pistons got a young team. They're not gonna win all again. But but like the way that they're losing, like this, that, right? Like, there's something wrong yeah. there. That that's the part. I'm with you. Same thing with Pop. These games are not even competitive. No. All right. So again, Mavericks minus six and a half. Nuggets minus two and a half, and the Spurs plus 13 and a half. And remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on. Did I do that? Yes, I know. All right, Rob. The Chargers uh, are facing the Patriots, visiting the Patriots Sunday. And Mac Jones, the first-round draft pick of the Patriots a few years ago, in his third season, benched. He's now third string, which means uh, he's pretty much done in New England. Uh, Bailey Zappi, the unheralded Bailey Zappi, will be starting when they face the Chargers. Uh, obviously, I, I think it's obvious that Mac Jones is done in New England. The question is, do you think he'll start, um, you know, another game? I don't say another game because that can happen to anybody. But that he'll be, is he done as a starter in the NFL, in your opinion? It's going to be rough. Uh, I'm not saying it's impossible, Chris, but it's going to be rough because despite didn't he make the his first year was was pretty decent, right? He was ten and seven, and yeah, it was pretty decent. He was a Pro Bowler, actually. I mean, but, you know, but I mean, the, the the he'd have to come in and wow somebody because the tape on him and what they've seen and how poorly the Patriots played. It's hard to be a general manager to bring that guy up to a podium, Chris, and talk about him <laughs> turning your franchise well, around. Well, see, that, yeah, I agree. I don't think a team is going to sign him and then, like, just give him the job. Right. right. That's over. Now, could he be somewhere? He can. I think he can go somewhere and have a quarterback battle. You know, like Sam Darnold, Marcus Mariota, Mitch Trubisky. They got shots like that. And I also think, Rob, there's a feeling that Belichick broke him. Now, if you want to say, well, he's too weak, that, that's on you. But I think Belichick didn't handle him great. I mean, he's had three OCs. One of them was a DC. All right, so I think he'll get a shot down the road. Keep it locked. All right, couple. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. 
Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.